millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to the Evening Live. Today is day 16 of the program. Uh, here we are, week two. I cannot believe it. Honestly, what is happening? Um, we've had some great conversations this week with Dr. Paul uh, yesterday about the supplements. This is where we roll out the supplements. We know that so, so many of you are so excited to talk supplements, but really what you got to know is that this is not a supplement program. So although they can be very beneficial, especially in certain circumstances if you're deficient, you do not need to take the supplements in order to be successful on program and plan. But they absolutely can help. Um, we rolled that information out yesterday on what day is it today? Yesterday? Oh yeah, Dr. Paul was this morning. Yesterday, uh, so read it over. It does sort of suggest the reason why we're suggesting the supplements. Although they do have all um, added benefits far beyond weight loss, I am suggesting them specifically because they work really well with this program and the process. Um, but on it, we tried to um, add on sort of like why why we're suggesting, obviously, um, the different forms they come in, whether it's pails or powder or liquid. We also, um, if it's been noted um, recommended dose, we've added like minimum recommended dose to the post. Also, when to take. And if we haven't listed when to take, chances are then you just want to follow what's directed on the product that you're buying. Um, some of them will list exactly when to take. Some of them will tell, well, just won't say anything, which usually means you can sort of add them in as convenient. So many of you I know are going to reach out and say, tell me when to take what? And we can't really do that because we don't know anything about you. We don't know your health history. Don't We, we don't know any other um, supplements you're taking or medications that you're taking and stuff. So here's my suggestion. The best thing to do is grab a pen, paper, read through it, kind of circle. I mean, this is what's great about the book because all the information is in there. So you can read through, you can check off or circle what you think might be an interest to highlight it and make notes about it. And then I would grab a pen and just a piece of paper and then write down any medications that you might be taking, what time you're taking them at, any notable interactions. And you can check in with your pharmacist or usually there's like a slip of paper that comes with whatever your prescription is. It tells you the things to kind of avoid taking it with. Uh, so any notables like that, like thyroid medication, I know some of you have to wait like 10, 20 minutes um, before you can take, can, before you can even drink coffee or have food, let alone add another supplement. So this is what you want to sort of take what you already got going on, uh, make a list of the things that you might be interested in taking, the different times, if it's when suggested that you can add them in. Some of them, um, for example, you could take at breakfast, you could also take them at lunch. Um, some of them you might want to avoid taking at night, like the, um, at night, um, you know, cause they might, you know, you know, just like your mega threes or whatever that might be. You want to take them more in the morning. Um, as opposed to, you know, the calm magnesium that is super beneficial at night because it works with your melatonin production. But you can also take the magnesium during the day and split the dose as well. It's not like it's going to make you tired. So, so you really want to make this individual to your needs. So grab a pen, grab a paper, kind of make note of the notes that we've, we've, we've noted and Karas reference, which you've already got going on. That really is the best way to do that. Um, let's get right into your questions. Let's get right into your questions. Let me roll back. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Hi, Vicky. Hi, Liz. Hello, hello. After giving blood, snacks or cookies and chips are given. Should I sit back and enjoy or take the appropriately timed afternoon snack? So the reason why they give you um, cookies, 
I mean, I don't know why they give you chips. That's very strange. I guess electrolytes maybe, but I don't know how much blood you're giving. The reason why they give you um, a cookie is because they want your glycogen stores to replenish your blood sugars to replenish really fast. You know, this is like diabetics, right? Like, you know, they're, they're, if their uh, blood sugar is tanking, they grab a, a pop or a cookie, you know? And you're thinking, what? That can't be healthy. Why don't you just grab some fruit? Well, because fruit, by the time it processes and digests, although quicker than most foods, a half, it's going to take a half hour before that kind of hits your system. Whereas something like straight up like pop or a cookie that processed sugar hits you real fast now obviously that processed sugar is problematic when it does hit you fast which you're trying to avoid that in general but there is a specific reason why they do suggest that they want to make sure your blood sugar levels are back up um, before you obviously leave so you know I mean, I don't know what I would do. I think if I'm going to give blood, I would just go and I would have the cookie for the sake of replenishing my sugar stores. Like, yeah, you could bring fruit. You could have some juice or something like that. Um, I honestly wouldn't stress about it. Like having a cookie or even a bag of chips or having anything for that matter, um, you know, whether you indulge in it after blood is given or you just indulge in it because you indulge in it, it's not, it's not going to set you back as long as you just get right back at it. So I honestly wouldn't worry about that. I love that people are giving blood. I love this. Um, like good on you for that. I absolutely love that. Um, you're not the first person I've heard talk about giving blood, um, this week. So yeah, don't worry about that. Go, we have your cookie, have your juice. Honestly, don't worry about it. Just do what you need to do. That's probably the best way to get your, to get your blood sugar up, up afterwards. Um, whereas nuts, for example, like depending on what time you your blood work done, nuts are high in protein and fat. And they're really great that they are high protein and fat because that feeds into your satiety hormones that make you feel more satisfied heading into dinner. But nuts and seeds are very hard to digest. They can take like 90 minutes to two hours to break down, uh, you know, before you're getting, before they're usable energy, whereas a fruit will take 30 minutes, whereas a cookie will take like five minutes. That's the difference, right? So, so obviously your nut and seed snack wouldn't quite work because because it's not as high in sugar that they need it to be. Same thing with your veg snack, right? Even though veg snack are carbs and they do have sugar in them, not enough to replenish your, your glycogen stores real quick. So, so that's why either one of those snacks wouldn't work so well. Your, your fruit snack would be the next best thing. But again, like they don't want to see, they don't want you sitting there for a half hour. <laughs> they don't want to give you the cookie, replenish those stores and send you on your way. Chances are, right? Um, I could say the same thing about any medical procedures. We get a lot of people doing routine colonoscopies in which you have to watch the nuts and seeds or, or, or a lot of dental work or you maybe can't like be chewing hard, hard things afterwards. So, you know what, honestly, the, the program itself spans such a long period of time that just kind of do what you need to do for those procedures, you know, um, follow the sickness protocol if it's, if that is warranted. Um, and then honestly, don't stress about it. You're going to have more than enough time throughout the program, um, to lose, to lose your weight. Um, this is also why. Uh, it's we run the program by day so 91 days so if whatever you for whatever reason you can't follow along you're not really missing out because you can still pick up exactly where you left off and get those 91 days in right so so hopefully that helps uh hi uh, adriana if i'm eating dissatisfaction does that mean that i should be feeling a little hungry by snack or mealtime um it, see uh it's hard to gauge on gauge your hunger levels at this point so early in the program and then also we kind of hit your body with this food plan that's still very reactive and adjusting to and it's going to start calming down and then you can get sort of a greater sense of what's what when it comes to hunger but then as soon as you kind of pick up on the the okay i got this we're going to be switching things up anyway we're always approaching weight loss from a variety of different angles that are going to constantly be shifting.
shaking up your hunger levels. So we're dealing with that, the changes that we're going to be making week to week, which are going to affect your hunger levels. You're dealing with also your naturally fluctuating hunger levels. So your body energy output is not the same each day. Your hunger levels are not the same every day. So we really want to get in tune to that. That's why some of you will have days where you're like, it seems like you're, you, you can't eat enough. You're hungry every five minutes and maybe you're even adding in bonus snacks. And then you'll have days where you're like not even hungry at all. And you're like, oh, do I have to eat these token amounts? Right? So, so, um, it, you are going to be hungry. And, and so hunger is a couple things. This is why it's such a great idea to review that hunger video, um, or hunger post in general. So, so hunger is not an immediate need for food. That's really important. People think, oh my God, I'm hungry. I need to eat. I need to eat now. Um, your body is smart enough to know it's going to take you time to find food. It's going to take you time to prepare the food. It's going to take you time to, to eat the food. It's going to take your body time to process and digest the food. And then some, sometimes what you're eating, it can take hours to two hours to, to break the foods that you're de eating down into usable energy. So your body knows this. This is why hunger is not an immediate need for food. So because we're eating so often throughout the day, like literally six times a day, um, you know, it's not even giving your body time for its migrating motor complex to kick in. So six times a day is pretty excessive. It's not a normal way to eat. It's not a way that you'd want to eat ongoing for long periods of time. Because so when you smell food, you start to chew food, your digestive system turns on. You're like your saliva glands are stimulated. Your, it sends a message to your digestive system, get those juices flowing, that kind of thing. And then when you eat your food, your digestive system stays on for about 90 minutes. And then what happens after that is your migrating motor complex kicks in. That is that, that's sort of like um, the best way to describe it. And this is super layman's terms. And then Sasha is going to break this down in a, in a science Saturday post for you guys um, is like a self cleaning oven. Your, your body kind of squishes and squeezes and, and kicks in to make sure that the food that you've just eaten is, it's got to where it all needs to go. And so that's, that's normal reaction. And what'll happen when we're eating six times a day is that you probably won't pick up on that because we're eating six times a day. So we're not really giving it a chance to kick in. Um, at night, when you wake up, we get a lot of people who be like, you know, you're waking up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom or detoxing, whatever. Some people will say they feel like their stomach is like eating itself. And that's your, it's not eating itself and you're not actually hungry. It's just you're picking up on your migrating motor complex. Um, so this is why also you can eat food at 12 o'clock, eat lunch, and then half an hour later, for example, your, your tummy's grumbling. And someone's like, oh my God, are you hungry? And you're like, I can't be hungry. I just ate like half hour ago. What, what gives? Um, and that's your migrating motor complex kick it. It's not that you're actually hungry at all, right? So, so, um, so yes, you absolutely are going to feel hungry as we kind of making changes. We are purposely like approaching weight loss from a variety of different angles. We're, we're shaking your hunger levels up. Um, but you want to have faith that you have that next meal or snack coming down the pipeline. Now, sometimes when you get in tune to your body, you can feel really hungry. But then as soon as you start to eat, you get full real fast. So what's, what's that about? That's not like really loud clear it's time to eat messages do not necessarily translate into more food it just means that your body's being more clear about delivering the message that hey based on your energy reserves right like you have that meter the same meter like um that dr pfeiffer was talking about with water that makes sure that your electrolytes and stuff are balanced right so your your hunger levels will kick in once your energy levels start to, start to deplete at a certain point and this is your body saying okay hey heads up based on the amount of energy with that reserve 
that we have left, you might want to think about eating soon, right? And this is like, because your, your body's letting you know, well, it still has lots of reserves in the bank that you, you need to, th let's start thinking about eating based on our energy reserve. Now, sometimes the, the body will, will, will come and be like, hey, you know, based on our energy reserve, you might want to think about eating. And this is where you say, hey, I just ate like 20 minutes ago. If you just like hang on for a minute, that food's going to start to kick in and it's going to start to replenish those stores. So sometimes your body just randomly checks in on you where you're at based on those energy levels, not taking into account you just ate. So this is why sometimes you eat and then you're hungry like half hour later and you're like, what? I just ate. So this is where you obviously, what, what is eating more food going to do to that? So if I eat lunch at 12 o'clock, right, and I'm done at 12.20 and I start to get hungry around 10, 30, 12.30, 12.45, um, what, what is adding more food to the mix going to do when in reality the food that I ate half hour ago still hasn't been processed, digested, and broken down into, you know, it's not stored as energy that I can use. So that's where if you think about kind of the food train kind of thing, like what is adding more food on top of food you just ate that still hasn't been processed and digested yet do. So a lot of hunger comes down to kind of assessing your situation and like assessing your situation. Um, for example, at night. Now, the, the, if you are still awake at night, like right well after your body's trying to shut you down, pumping melatonin to your system, your body's going to come along and say, hey, yo, I see you're still up. Like if you're going to stay up, you might want to think about eating because based on our energy reserve, you're going to want something to eat soon. And this is where you say, ah, oh, thanks. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to bed. I'm going to bed. So there's no point in me eating something now um, that, you know, isn't going to be processed and digested in, in usable energy in two hours from now because I'll be in bed. I'll be in bed. So so a lot of people, though, when they start the program, they start to feel hunger. They start to freak out. They stress out about it. Oh, my God, I'm hungry and I think I'm starving and all this stuff. When in reality, it's just your, it's just your body kind of communicating a variety of different messages to you. So this is why with this process, you're going to really come to understand what weight loss looks like and what it feels like to you. Um, like, like for example, it's what, what it's normal. One of the major signs of detox is what being extra hungry, extra thirsty, heading into bedtime, even though you've eaten all, you know, you six times a day, nutrient rich foods and drank your water. That's a sign that your body is heading into detox. So then if you're panicking being like, Oh my God, I need to eat. I need to feed into that. Then you're kind of like not, you know, not allowing the body to specifically focus on, on detox and fat loss, because now you have to go to bed with a belly full of food. So this is where you want to say to yourself, okay, I've eaten like all day long today. Did I make my food super nutrient? Yes. Did I eat this action? Yes. Did I drink my water? Yes. Then chances are I'm good, right? So I'm, maybe what's happening here is that I'm, I'm extra hungry, extra thirsty because I'm getting that sensation because I'm heading into detox. And then this is where you'd kind of hold off, have some tea. Do you know what I mean? Like you shouldn't though feel like you're starving and deprived. Hunger? Yeah. Right. But we have so many meals and snacks coming down the pipeline six times a day, nutrient rich food. The reality is right now, the reality is right now that you're eating six times a day, nutrient rich food, you're eating dissatisfaction. You are feeding the size body that you are now. Most of you are here because you want to lose weight, right? So, so obviously that something's going to have to shift. And this is where we are going to be adjusting portion sizes in the weeks to come. But right now the body is naturally doing that on its own. So we don't want to mess with that. So to answer your question, Adriana, a very long answer to your very simple question. Um, if I'm eating dissatisfaction, does that mean I should be feeling a little hungry by snack or mealtime things? Yeah. So you can be hungry like right, like half hour after you eat, you can, you might not be hungry at all. And this is why we're still eating token amounts because what can happen there too this is why weight loss is so fucking confusing um is that you cannot be hungry 
right? You're like, oh my God, I don't want to eat this veg snack. Next thing you know, you start chewing on those carrot sticks and you're hungry. And then you end up eating not only veg snack, but you go for seconds for your veg snack. And you're like, oh my God, I didn't really, I was hungry. But as soon as I started to eat, all of a sudden I recognize, oh shit, I am hungry, right? So it's a lot. It's a lot, but we're going to break it down. We're going to break it down. And it's all going to make a lot of sense uh, to you guys as we progress and as we go. So totally normal to be hungry. We're not worried about hunger. We're eating tons of nutrient rich food all day, but we definitely should not be feeling like we're starving and we should not be depriving and we should not be purposely trying to under eat or eat less right now. That's really important. Great question. Uh, hi, Carrie. Happy Tuesday. I definitely indulged in stadium food last night. My body has not been happy with me today. Do you know, isn't that amazing how quickly your body gets used to like good nutrient rich foods to the point that when you do indulge, it's going to let you know, you're going to be like, Oh my God, this is not making me feel good. The reality is it never made you feel good, but probably because you just felt all day long, you never really noticed. And with this program, you're going to, you're going to know what it feels like to feel good. You're going to feel better than you ever have in your entire life. You're going to be sleeping better, pooping better, feeling better, having more energy. And that's going to feel really good. You're going to hear me say a lot. It feels good to feel good because that shit does feel good to feel good. And the thing about that is your body gets used to feeling really good. It's like, I love this. And then the minute you give your body something that just doesn't jive with it, it's going to let you know. It's going to let you know. It's going to let you know. The communication goes both ways and your body really is here for you. It's, it wants you feeling your best, you know? So it's going to let you know. It's going to let you know. Uh, where are you? I definitely indulged in the stadium food last night. My body has not been happy with me today, but I added plenty of leafy greens and have been trying to consume a lot of water, even though that sounds unappealing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just three weeks off bread, potatoes, and processed food really made a difference. Lesson learned. Yeah, this is the thing. You're, so many people feel like their body hates them. Their body's trying to screw them over. Their body's trying to make them fat. Like that, it, that's, it couldn't be any further from the truth. And your body's just really just trying to communicate with you at the end of the day. This is trying to let you know, hey, this does not make us feel good. So if you could get a little extra water, get those leafy greens, if you can help us get rid of this backlog of food that's sitting in our guts, it doesn't really make us feel good. That would be amazing. You know, that would be amazing. So, so just three weeks, right? The body's already like, it's already like, this is a thing. You, your body wants to feel good. It wants this. It wants the fat gone too. It wants the fat gone because every extra pound of fat is hard on your body. It's lugging around all this extra fat. And as you continue to give your body what it needs, guess what? It's going to start looking at your fat, not as a necessity, but a massive major hindrance. Why am I lugging all this fat around when I constantly get everything that I need? There's just no reason for it. So then you have to provide the opportunity for the body to release it. And that's what we're doing on program plan. First few weeks of the program, give the body what it needs to address why it's feeling need to store fat. And then it does that pretty quickly. And then this is where we have to step up and we start specifically getting the body to focus on fat loss and then providing the environment to do that. And that's what we're going to start doing in the next couple of weeks, but we're still really building that strong foundation now. So yeah, it's pretty exciting. Also, just take a look at some of the amazing things. Tomorrow we're talking non-scale victories, which is one of my favorite topics. But look at all the amazing things that are already happening to your body, already being in tune to yourself. Like, like people out there talk about intuitive eating, but they're just full of shit. Like they're just, intuitive eating is, it takes practice. First of all, you gotta be in tune with yourself first. That's the problem. So many people are so disconnected. You can't go from being disconnected to just intuitively eating. You have to strengthen your mind-body connection. You got to get 
get to know yourself. You have to mend your relationship not only with yourself, but now you have to mend your relationship with food, right? So this is why just keeping your energy directed at yourself, showing up and doing the things that you need to do, being consistent about them, and then bringing awareness to how your body's responding to them is going to give you so much insight where you're actually going to be able to trust your body. And some of you really don't do that now, right? But look at the changes that are happening already. And this is just the first few weeks. We got three solid months to work at this. You know, three, imagine, imagine this times three months, just constantly building on that week to week to week to week to week, right? Ah, oh, it's just freaking amazing what you can accomplish on program. So I love that. And that, that is what you're going to learn. You're going to physically rewire how your body's come to function and then mentally rewire how your brain has come to function and is wired to everything. This is why we're going to get you to a calm place where you're in tune, where you've like physically lost your weight in a healthy way. Your body has no need to need to store it all back. And then mentally you've worked through those habits and associations and your issues with food and all that. So you're just like, wake up, look good, feel good, go about my day. You know, like that's the end game. That's the end game. Shit's so good. Natalie recently traveled abroad, and wow, the travel guide really helped me get back to normal. Altitude really sucks the water out of you. Yeah! Vacations are amazing. Travel is so good for weight loss. It's very stimulating, sends massive messages to your body. It's alive. It needs to support your ass. Like, honestly, um, for your vacations, I'm not worried about you gaining weight. I'm worried about you feeling good. So I want you to get there and make good food choices because you've got, you're going to get a sense of feeling really good, and you're going to want to maintain that, right? So when you go away on vacay, the last thing you want is to, at the end of your trip, can't wait to get home because, you know, it's been fun, but oh my God, my tummy, and I just feel like shit, and I just want to get back to norm, right? Nah, screw that, man. You want to feel amazing the whole time you're away from the beginning right to the very end you want to feel great and that's what it's about but yeah man normally you come back your weight is up it's just re water retention it's just like because the flying just really sucks that water out of you and, and within days your weight will drop right back down and because it's such a challenge sometimes your weight will come up when you get back and then not only when you get you get back at it it will drop and then it'll keep on dropping you'll hit that you'll hit the low you hit before you went away and then it'll keep on dropping and people will be like not only did i drop back to my low it kept dropping now i hit a new new low after a freaking vacation um i went to uh rome a couple years ago ate my freaking face off ate all the stuff ate the bread ate the pasta oh my god ate the pizza so freaking good i came back i lost a pound i did not give a shit i ate i drank i did not i didn't even i didn't even poop for four days that's how many carbs i ate how much water i didn't drink but man i came back and i was like down a pound down a pound you know so vacays are great vacays are really great hi vincent good evening today was my first challenging day okay i slept maybe three hours last night and the con magnesium has me on the toilet all damn day well this could be also detox right so you really have to watch um we talked about that like the reality with the con magnesium to get to get explosive bowel movements is people really overdo it. You have to take a lot, a lot. So make sure you're measuring the dose, but also just remember the normal response to detox. Detox will have you on the toilet all day as well, right? So if your scale is dropping with those bowel movements, chances are it has nothing to do with your calm magnesium. Like calm magnesium wouldn't have you on the toilet all day. That's the thing. This ain't going to have, this will have you like maybe poop in your pants in the morning first thing. It ain't going to have you on the toilet all day. It doesn't have that kind of long lasting um, laxative effect. That's the issue. And so this is why we talked about this today. This is the one reason why I hold off on having the supplement conversation because when people add it in too soon, they're all like, oh, I have loose bowel movements. It's the calm magnesium. And then they stop taking it and they're like, I've stopped taking the calm magnesium. I'm still having loose bowel movements because they're just a normal side effect of the program and the process. It's just the toxins 
toxins that are stored in your fat as they're being released because you, you don't lose and gain fat cells. It's what fills the space. So your, your fat cells either either expand when you gain weight and then they shrink when you lose weight. And so it's what fills the to it's the toxins that are stored in your fat, which is, which is what the body naturally does. When you burn the fat off, they get into your gallbladder, they gunk it up, you need to get your gallbladder removed. Those same toxins that gunk up your gallbladder while on this program and process are released. So they can really lead to loose bowel movements. It's no different when you eat some foods that are kind of off and then those foods end up running through you. So, so calm magnesium would not have you on the toilet all day long. Maybe in the morning, yes, but not. this definitely would not have lasting effects. So you could also have a bug or something like that, right? Or you could just be an active detox as well. And detox is probably more it. Um, I slept three hours last night, so that I, that would make me believe that you're in detox if you've had a very interrupted sleep, right? If you had a very interrupted sleep, um, and then then uh, and then also you have to remember the calm magnesium. It complements the program and plan, so it supports detox in the body. So it helps draw water into those bowels. So if your body's already in detox mode and getting stuff out, this will actually help that. So, so in order to really take so much that it's a problem, you know, it's a problem, you have to really overdo it, right? You have to really overdo it. It's just, it's because it says on the back, that's the side effect. The side effect of fat loss with the Livy method is, can be loose bowel movements for some people. And normal to be constipated before, but as soon as that scale drops, it's all about releasing fat. And your body releases fat when you breathe, um, when you pee, when you poo, and also when you sweat. So right, we're releasing the fat right through our metabolic process. So, so, um, so yeah, so just a heads up on Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Just a heads up on that. Hi, Glynis. Uh, new to the program, and when I signed up, I had no idea in the first two weeks my mom would be diagnosed with terminal, terminal cancer and placed in the hospital, and a dear friend would pass away from a brain hemorrhage. It's been an awful few weeks, but the food on the program is likely the only thing keeping me afloat. I'd be surviving on bad choices if it weren't for your program, so thank you. Yeah, I mean, first of all, send you, sending you all kind of loves. This is just, it sucks. I, I'm not even going to, this sucks for you. That's just, it's just shit. I'm, this is horrible. Um, so first of all, send you, send you so much love and strength and, 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 um, so let's start with that. Second of all, this is it, right? Like you, you can have all the best intentions and, and carve out this piece of time for yourself and life is still going to happen. You know, life is still going to happen. People are going to pass. People are going to lose their jobs. People are going to be diagnosed with, with health issues. And, you know, it's going to happen. Um, and I talk about this all the time because 
uh, and I always talk about the time my son was in the hospital and I'm not trying to make this about me, but I just, you know, you just want to crawl in bed. You just want to drink the wine. You just want to like cry. You just want to like, do you know what I mean? And just like not give yourself love and not give yourself time and attention. You want to be in your feels. And that's just so crushing. It's so crushing, right? Like the, the thing about stress is it's so detrimental because it constantly, it just depletes you. It just depletes you, depletes your vitamin. And like every half hour of stress can deplete your vitamin and mineral reserve by like up to 70%. That's so crazy stressful. I actually just went to the hairdresser, Carmelina. I saw her and um, I've got a bald spot. And she's like, are you stressing again? And I'm like, I don't think so. And she's like, your hair is falling out again. And and so um, anyway, the point is that's why stress is just so detrimental. It just, it breaks us down systematically. And emotional stress even more so emotional stress even more so and it just breaks you down and and you know it's such a hard thing to deal with already but to do it in a physically broken state when you're already mentally broken it just it just it doesn't help but then how do you tell somebody that right and so the thing that i love about this program is it it makes you prioritize yourself it makes you take the time to love yourself it makes you Give yourself the things that you need, especially in your time of need. And like, it's one thing to follow and do these things when everything in life is sunshine and rainbows, but it's, it's moments. And I'm not just talking weight loss. It's how you show up for yourself when shit is hitting the fan and things are hard and life is smacking you in the face. That's when showing up for yourself counts. That's when you need to dig your heels in. You know, that's when you have to like, you have to work at it and you have to, and you have to appreciate it, you know, and you have to do it for yourself. And so that may seem very indulgent too at the same time, but this is the kind of process and program that you can feel really good about because it would be so easy to be like, well, this is happening. Like that just happened to me. Like my friend just died. Am I really going to try to lose weight? But this is bigger than that. And that's what I want you to know. This is bigger than that. I remember, um, a woman reached out to me and I tell this story to my VAs all the time. A woman reached out to me and, um, her, I was dealing with a, a woman who was in the group and she, um, she was asking all these questions and this is when the groups were smaller. So I kind of knew everybody by name and I saw her answering, asking these questions and I, I got to a point like, I was she like serious like some of these questions are just way offside like is she really all there like and I was like listen I'm not about to I'm not about to judge I'm not about to judge because I, I don't assume I don't I like to keep my energy here because I find as soon as I'm judging out there I'm judging myself and that's icky feels and I don't want to do that um and anyway I helped the woman without assumption and you know she she showed up and then at the end not only did she lose weight, but she sent me an email. Oh God, every time I talk about it, it tears me out. She sent me an email and she said to me, she said, Gina, I have to tell you, like you, you must thought I was a crazy person with the questions that I was asking. But what you don't know is my husband died three days before the program. And she's like, I didn't know where I was or what I was doing, but I, for some reason, I gravitated to this positive space that you provided on the internet for me and it just kept me going I showed up every day by focusing on myself somehow some way I have made it through the last three months of my life and I'm I'm doing okay 
and she just talked about how like just you know just just hanging on by the skin of her teeth and focusing on something and all the little bits that she could muster to do for herself got her through and just took a day by day by day process and you know that was a really hit me hard and I before I sit down and we hire new VAs I always tell them this story I'm like never assume that you know anything about these people, what they're dealing with behind the scenes, what they've read, where they're at, any of those things. And this is why, because of this woman, we, we answer every single question with the same enthusiasm that we do the first time, the, the millionth time. That's why there's no such thing as a silly question, a question asked too late or too many times or you know lack of clarity. And this is why I say, if you ask a question and we don't provide the right answer, ask again, ask in a different way. Ask for a more of expanded answer, like we really too are here for you. So, you know, this is a process that I could straight up say is like when you are really struggling in life and you know, when there are, it seems like, oh my God, are you really going to focus on this? This is focusing on you. This whole process is all about you making choices that are going to help you, that make you feel good, that fall in line with your goals. And your goal for the next little while might be just to wake up or wake up every day and get through the day you know what I mean and setting your intentions and taking time to drink your water it's going to keep you healthy it's going to give you the strength and energy that you need to navigate through all of this it sucks but you know you're gonna need that strength you're gonna need that energy you're gonna need that wherewithal and you will get to the other side of this you know um, and it's just a much better way to go about it than indulging in in breaking your body down at your own expense and then just leaving you when you are ready to do it a physical mental mess you know um so i you know so so i i just know sometimes people feel guilty about focusing on themselves when other things are happening and this is bigger than just weight loss this is bigger than weight loss this is all about self-love it's all about keeping your energy directed it's all about showing up for yourself especially when life gets hard like that do you know what i mean so so sending you love sending we are here for you please reach out whatever you need we're here for you we're here for you here for you and I, I love that you posted this today like this is kind of you saying to yourself I'm this thing has happened to me and I am showing up for myself anyway like this is this is huge right this is huge so oh my goodness oh my goodness Life is smacking me in the face this week with health issues from one of my littles, and it made me realize I have a new why. She needs a healthy mom to help her. Now, Jennifer, this is no different. You know what I mean? Like, it's different for sure, but it's just all about, like, the, it's just bigger. Sometimes it's bigger than weight loss. Sometimes it's bigger than weight loss. Um, I have a new why. She needs a, a healthy mom to help her navigate her issues. I'm proud to say that I've stayed on track the best I can and hit my lowest low since January. 1.3 away from 30 pounds and so many more to come. Do you know what I love about this is that you're already doing it. You're already doing it. So you, do you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're ready for this and you, you can deal with this and you're already doing it. This isn't something that you're going to have to do, need to do. You're already doing it and you've been doing it, you know. That's like going to the doctor. Like this is a game changer, you know. Some of you I know, you go to the doctor, you're nervous. you got these things going on. You're unsure. Ah, ah, you know, especially some of you have been going to your doctors. Your doctor has been telling you to lose weight for 30 years now and you know you're going to go there they're going to talk to you about your they're going to treat you like you're fat and that you just need to lose weight and that's going to help everything but guess what now bitches look at me now you know you're going to be able to go to the doctor feeling confident that you're already doing the things and your doctor's going to take you seriously now because the, the issue isn't go lose weight go lose weight go lose weight you're like I, I've lost the weight I still have this issue or I'm dealing with that or I've got my food and on my weight under control I have an issue you need to listen to me because this is going on you know it's just like 
it's so huge it's so huge it's so huge so huge ah um can we talk about your why for a second because i think it's worthy of saying since you brought it up and especially if you do program after program after program or you've been trying to lose weight your whole life like your your why you started losing weight 20 years ago chances are your why has changed your why has changed but some people are still hanging on to what motivated them 20 years ago right is that same motivating factor chances are if you sit down with yourself and say okay and even after the last couple of years with the pandemic, people's motive, like it used to be a lot of like, I got my daughter's wedding, I got a vacation, I got a this, I got to fit into that again and that. You know, when COVID hit, that took that away for people. That took that away. So it was no longer about losing weight for that vacay or losing weight for this. So they got real deep into your why. Why? Why are you showing up and putting yourself through a process like this? This is no joke. It's freaking amazing, but it's also. What was that? Was she just come? Sorry, Timmy, my dog is, she's getting older and she just came running down like she's, I don't even know what. Anyway, sorry, I was totally sidetracked on that. Um, I totally lost my whole thought. I whole thought. Oh, your why, your why, 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 why. Having a really strong why, it's a game changer. You need to know why you're here. What's your motivation? Like, what's your motivation? What's your end game motivation? Because I'll tell you why. You're not going to be motivated every day. Just like you have a job and you may love it, you got to show up and go anyway. Just like your kids may not love school, but they got to go anyway. Like, imagine if your kid's like, well, I'm not motivated to go today. I don't really find my teachers all that inspiring. So I'm not sure if I'm going to go. You'd be like, get your fucking ass to school. You don't got to get motivated every day. What do you think? When you got a job, you got to show up. You're not going to be motivated the whole time. You're not love to do every day, but you got to show up. Got to Weight loss is no different, right? It's no different. You got to keep showing up. You're going to have times where you're not motivated, where you don't want to do it, where you're just going to give up on it. You got to keep showing up anyway, you know? Got to keep showing up anyway. Ah, but your why can be a good mo. Sorry, I'm, I'm a little tired today, so I'm all over the place. But your why can be a staple. Your why can be like the, the beacon, the shining light, the reminder. So when you wake up and set your intention, Sarah Perry. Uh, sorry, I'm laughing at Sarah Perry. If you follow Sarah Perry, she's one of our members. We had her on and spilled the tea. Um, she's jokes with her with her. Th- but setting intentions, you know, setting intentions. Uh, I'm still working towards my why, you know, but also make your why real and tangible. Not just I want to get healthy. What does that mean? It means that when I go to my doctor, I want to be confident. I want my doctor to respect me because I'm healthy and I'm doing the things. You know, um, I want to be healthy. I want to wake up in the morning and not want to drink wine at nine o'clock. Uh, I want to be healthy. I want to take my kids to the playground and I want to play with them, not sit on the sidelines and drink my coffee because I'm so fucking tired. You know, I want to get, I want to go on vacation with my kids and I want to zip line and I want to be in the water at the beach and I want to do these things, you know, or when I want to live to be as old as I possibly can, you know, whatever that might be. Having a really strong why is it can be a game changer for sure. Uh, hi, Carrie. Hi, my insides are angry today. Dizzy late headed sluggish hard time drinking water hit my meals and snacks and token bites bits reread the detox info and i think that might be happening so push through yeah you can have kind of like um it, like dizzy should be like you know it can be very reminiscent of your menstrual cycle a little lightheaded kind of feeling off um with eating six times a day obviously that's not dizziness is not a blood sugar issue um that can be from a deep sleep waking up in the morning um it can be a variety of different things your body rejigging things right rejigging things especially if you've lost some weight adjustments need to be made your body temperature your blood flow your metabolism your saturation levels like all of it 
needs to be adjusted. So I don't mind that kind of Lizzie, like that associated to the scale moving for sure, but you definitely shouldn't, like detox should not stop you from going to work. De you should not be using any extreme language uh, to describe detox symptoms, but definitely feeling kind of a little bit off and just kind of like, Ugh. I kind of feel like morning sicknessy. Um, that's how I describe detox. Whenever I'm in detox, I feels like when I had morning sickness with my kids, like little nauseousy, little metallic taste in my mouth and a little just kind of night, not right in my brain kind of thing um, that that's totally normal now we would never want to blow off we would never want to blow off um, we would never want to blow off our symptoms right because obviously with the current environment and COVID last couple of years um, and if you feel like something's off it could be something more but it definitely sounds like detox especially if that scale is moving Vicky, happy to report Gina was right. I have lost six pounds since yesterday. I was all messed up after traveling. <laughs> yeah, right? That's it. But your weight just is up. Your body's retaining water. And next thing you know, it comes right back down, right back down. Hi, Andrea. Hello. I was wondering, are the PDFs that are posted exactly the same content that's in the actual Facebook post and or in the book? Yes, they are. Um, they, they are. These are, these, are all the, these are all the posts. They're all the same PDFs are in the file. So you can either purchase the book and... And um, and uh, get it delivered to your house, or you can print off the PDF files. This gives you the opportunity to have the uh, information in advance. With the PDFs, we post them as we post the posts in the group. Um, if you have the old book, we're always leveling up, we're always tweaking, we're always making changes. Um, there might be some new posts that we post that are that won't be in the book because they're new this group. So we're always working on leveling up our content and adding new content. Um, so we're always tweaking. We don't keep track. Some people are like, "Can you tell me what's new and what's not?" No, we don't really do that. We're constantly leveling up you guys just got to keep up really at this point so you can use your old book um, and how I would if you have an old book is that you know you can get your book out review the posts that are here right make any notes that maybe are new or added or you know just print off any of the posts that maybe are new that you don't have or that kind of thing but it's essentially essentially the same information so it's in the it's in it's in print posted in the group also in the PDFs to print off at home, um, also in the book, and then also in the app, also in the app. So just trying to make it as easy as possible for you guys to review the information, to absorb the information. Um, yeah, so it's all the same. All the same, all the same, all the same. Valerie, 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 I forgot to ask your question. I had you in my mind to talk to, to Dr. Dr. Paul about the probiotic, and if you have a reaction to it and break out in hives, does that mean you just can't do it, or you're going to take another, or, you, or can you try a different brand? I totally forgot to ask him that. I totally forgot to ask him that. I apologize about that. Um, I had that in my mind last night. I saw that comment. I will definitely make sure to ask him that and find that out for you. I'm assuming it could be due to the certain strains, but I really don't know. So that was a really key conversation question I'm a bit disappointed in myself that I dropped the ball on that but I will make sure to ask that uh, for you anyway let me read your question how what an amazing day I'm loving this weather and so does my dog I come home every day at lunch and take her out for a long walk out yeah we started the weather's a game changer right the weather's a game changer we started taking our dogs up um, Sonia and Jacqueline and I after after our lunches just to get out and take the dogs out but the whole weather's a vibe like you can feel it, right? You feel lighter. There's more spring in your step. Like that's not, that's not coincidence. Your body is actually giving you more energy with where we're at this time of year. In the winter time, as the days are, are, are darker and, and shorter and your vitamin D levels drop, your body really keeps you on reserve mode. It gets the message it's winter time. So it keeps you kind of shut down, kind of on this slow route, like this winter time, you know? And now your body's legit picking up your energy. It's like, woo, like kind of vibes, right? So this is why it's such a great time 
time of year to lose weight because your body's naturally boosting your metabolism, giving you more energy. It's expecting you to go procreate, to to plant the seeds, to do shit, you know, like to get out there, to get out of our houses and caves or wherever we are and do stuff. Um, so your, your energy output is more plus, guess what your body does not want as it's expecting you to go do all these things and be super energetic, to lug around a bunch of extra fat that no longer serves a purpose and it doesn't need. So the body just has extra incentive this time of year to be dropping that fat because it just really comes to see it as a hindrance, especially as soon as those temperatures rise. As soon as those temperature rises, your body's like, what the fuck? We don't need all this insulation in here, but it keeps it around. Why? Because probably historically through all the diets that you've done, your body thought that it needed it. You kept reinforcing the fact that the body needs the fat. So it kept around, including all the summertime. So the body naturally is looking to get rid of the fat. So it's such a great time of year to lose weight. Honestly, I gotta go. 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 I gotta go, you guys. Um, I'm, yeah, I gotta go. Uh, if I didn't get to your question, uh, make sure you pop it over on the question of the day page. The team will definitely answer it there. I think the team's working quite late. They work at like 11 o'clock sometimes, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah our West Coast team. We got people on the West Coast, and they'll say they stay a little later now. Um, before, after after eight, after the lives, we shut her down, and then just pop your question on the question of the day, and they'll answer it like tomorrow. But team's still working late into the night. We're working around here. We're here for you. Um, remember that we are turning all of these into podcasts. I know I say that every time, but no, I'm you know sometimes people are just checking in for the first time in the first couple of weeks. I'll stop saying that after a while. Uh, remember that segment that we did with Dr. Paul this morning on supplements is also available on a podcast. Um, I'm super pumped and excited about where you guys are at. I hope that you guys are excited too. Um, that's it. Have an amazing night and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.